You are now tuned into the most enlightening, inspiring, and heartwarming podcast. Welcome to Finding Love, the guide to find your match. Yes, you heard it right. This is the place where we navigate the exciting and sometimes bewildering world of dating and relationships. Here, we open the doors to love and connection and take you on an enlightening journey to find the perfect match. I'm your host Jennifer Aldine, a love enthusiast and a strong believer that there is a match for everyone. Each week, we'll uncover the mysteries of love, explore the nuances of dating, and discover what it takes to find that special someone. We are here to empower, inspire, and guide you through every step towards finding your ideal partner. So buckle up, open your hearts, and let's start the journey. No more guessing games, no more endless searches. This is Finding Love, the guide to find your match. Your mind, like a magnificent cathedral, houses the intricate architecture of thoughts, emotions, and experiences that color your world. This chapter navigates the labyrinth of mental health and its indelible imprint on love and relationships. You will embark on an introspective journey that will empower you to identify your mental health status, establish self-care practices, appreciate the influence of mental health on relationships, and discern when and why to seek professional help. Identifying your mental health status, a journey of self-discovery. The journey to understanding our mental health is akin to setting sail on a vast, enigmatic sea. There's a depth of self-awareness to plunge into, a spectrum of emotions to navigate, and an undercurrent of thoughts that constantly shift and sway. Charting this course isn't always easy, but it's a voyage of profound importance, for understanding our mental health illuminates the path to love and enriching relationships. Consider this your starting point, the place where you unfurl your sails and set your compass. It's essential to self-assess, not just at this moment, but continually. Ask yourself, how am I truly feeling? This might seem simple, but in the hustle of daily life, we often neglect to check in with ourselves. It's like failing to read the wind while sailing the further you go, the more off course you could end up. So take a pause and tune into your emotions. Are you feeling anxious? Excited? Overwhelmed? The more you do this, the clearer your mental health landscape will become. Next, embark on the task of mood tracking. Think of it as charting your emotional sea over time, noting the calm days, the storms, and everything in between. Dedicate a week to this exercise. Every day, jot down how you're feeling, adding any influences you can identify a stressful day at work, a joyful gathering with friends, or an unresolved argument. This exercise serves as a lighthouse, revealing patterns in your mental state and guiding your understanding of how external events affect your internal world. Finally, venture into thought pattern recognition. We all have currents of thought that can pull us in certain directions. Some are positive, buoying our confidence and optimism, while others are negative, dragging us down with self-doubt or worry. These thought patterns significantly shape our mental health status. Pay attention to the recurring thoughts that play in your mind like a refrain. Are they helping you sail forward, or are they leading you astray? Recognizing these patterns is a significant step toward steering your mental health journey in a more positive direction. In all these stages, remember to be patient with yourself. This journey isn't a race but a continuous exploration. As you get to know your mental health status, you're gaining the knowledge needed to navigate the emotional waves of life, helping you in your quest for love and healthy relationships. So, keep your sails set and compass in hand, and embrace the voyage of self-discovery that lies ahead. Identifying Mental Health Self-Care Practices, Your Personal Blueprint 
Imagine your mental health as a garden, a lush, vibrant space within you that requires care and attention. Mental health self-care practices, then, are the tools you employ to tend to this garden. They keep the soil fertile, the plants thriving, and the entire ecosystem in balance. Just like every garden is unique, so too is each person's mental health self-care strategy. To create a tailored self-care blueprint, start by identifying what nourishes your mind and spirit. Does a morning walk in the park invigorate you for the day ahead? Does journaling your thoughts offer a sense of release? Or perhaps, cooking your favorite meal brings you comfort. Compile a list of activities that bring you joy, tranquility, and fulfillment. This is your self-care toolbox, filled with activities you can turn to when you need to tend to your mental health garden. As your blueprint takes shape, consider the need for regular maintenance. Cultivate a daily practice of checking in with yourself, much like you would inspect your garden for signs of distress or growth. This could be a simple mental review in the morning or a quiet moment of reflection in the evening. Consistency is key here. It's not about the length of time you dedicate, but the regularity with which you do it. Next, make room for mental weeding in your self-care regimen. Negative thoughts and emotions are the weeds in your mental garden. They're natural, but if left unchecked, they can overrun your space. Techniques like mindfulness and meditation can help you recognize these weeds without judgment and uproot them gently, preventing them from overwhelming your garden. Lastly, recognize when your garden might need professional care. There's no shame in seeking help when the tasks at hand become too much to handle alone. Therapists, psychologists, and other mental health professionals are skilled gardeners who can help restore balance and growth. Creating and implementing your mental health self-care blueprint is a continual process, evolving as you do. What's most important is nurturing a sense of connection with your mental garden, understanding its rhythms and patterns, and responding with love and care. As you invest in these practices, you are not only enriching your mental health, but also strengthening your ability to love yourself and others. Remember, a well-tended garden blooms beautifully, and so do you. The Relationship Audit, examining the interplay of mental health and relationships. Imagine embarking on a journey through a gallery of your past relationships. The room is filled with portraits, each capturing a distinct relationship moment. You're not here to lament what was lost or what could have been, but to understand the influence your mental health has had on these bonds. This gallery walk is your relationship audit, a reflective exercise aimed at unearthing patterns and gaining insight into how mental health plays out in your connections with others. Your tour begins with the earliest portraits, perhaps friendships from your childhood or teenage years. Recall the dynamics of these relationships. Were there times when your mental health, maybe stress or anxiety, steered the course of these friendships? Think back to those situations, trying to identify any triggers that might have impacted these relationships. It might be a fight over a minor issue, jealousy over a friend's success, or feelings of being misunderstood or neglected. These early recollections often hold clues to patterns that may still be present in your current relationships. As you move through the gallery, the portraits become more complex, encompassing romantic relationships, professional associations, and perhaps familial ties in your adult life. Repeat the same process of reflection for each phase. It might not be easy, and some portraits might evoke a sense of discomfort or regret. Embrace these emotions, they're integral to the audit. You're not only focusing on the negative here. Be sure to acknowledge instances where you managed your mental health effectively and note the impact this had on your relationships. Maybe you sought help during a depressive episode, which improved your communication with your partner. 
or perhaps practicing mindfulness eased your work-related stress, leading to better rapport with colleagues. Now, step back and examine the gallery as a whole. Look for patterns. Are there recurring themes or triggers across different relationships or stages of life? Do you notice any progress in managing your mental health and its influence on your relationships? This relationship audit isn't about self-blame or criticism. Instead, it's a tool for understanding the role of mental health in your interpersonal dynamics. It serves as a compass, guiding you towards healthier relationships where you can nurture and be nurtured, love and be loved, regardless of the ebbs and flows of mental health. Remember, every portrait in your gallery, every relationship, every interaction is a stepping stone, leading you to a more aware and empathetic self. The end of this reflective journey marks the beginning of more conscious, fulfilling relationships. The Healthy Communication Exercise, Enhancing Mental Health Dialogues with Loved Ones Communication is like a bridge between two islands of individual experiences. It allows us to share our unique world with someone else. When it comes to mental health, this bridge is often frail or underconstructed due to societal stigmas, personal insecurities, or simple lack of understanding. The healthy communication exercise aims to fortify this bridge, improving the way we convey our mental health struggles to our loved ones. Begin by reflecting on past conversations about your mental health. What words did you use to describe your experiences? Were you candid or did you find yourself minimizing your feelings? Think about the reactions these discussions elicited. Did you feel heard, understood, and supported? These reflections are the foundations upon which we'll build stronger communication skills. Now, imagine you're scripting a conversation about your mental health with a loved one. Picture the setting, whether it's a cozy living room or a quiet park. Imagine your loved one sitting across from you, their full attention given to your words. Start with an I statement. This isn't about blaming or inciting guilt, it's about expressing your feelings and experiences. I've been feeling low lately, or I've been struggling with anxiety, are simple yet powerful openings. Next, try to explain what your experience feels like using metaphors or similes, if it helps. Describing depression as a constant heavy cloud or anxiety as a racing car with no brakes might help them grasp what you're going through. Then, express your needs. Maybe you just need them to listen, or perhaps you're looking for advice. It could be that you need professional help and want their support during the process. Be clear about what you hope to gain from the conversation. As you craft this dialogue, remember to consider their perspective as well. They might feel worried, helpless, or even defensive. Emphasize that it's not their responsibility to fix things, but their understanding and support mean the world to you. Now, with your scripted conversation as a guide, initiate the real discussion when you feel ready. Observe how your new approach impacts the conversation. Do they understand better? How does their response make you feel? The healthy communication exercise is not a one-time task, it's a continual practice. As you grow, your mental health experiences and communication needs might change. Regularly revisit this exercise, modifying your script to fit your current situation. As you communicate better, you'll notice that the bridge between your experiences and your loved ones strengthens, fostering deeper connections and mutual support. The support system exercise, identifying your pillars of strength. Behind every thriving individual, there is a network of support that provides strength in times of need. It's like a safety net that catches you when you stumble. In your mental health journey, it's crucial to identify this support system and recognize the roles they play. 
the support system exercise is a tool for acknowledging the contributions of these essential individuals and understanding their impact on your mental health. To begin, visualize your life as a series of concentric circles. You're at the center, and each successive circle represents a layer of your social connections. The innermost circle includes the people closest to you, those you would confide in about personal struggles, such as family members, friends, or significant others. The next circle may consist of colleagues, casual friends, or extended family. The outermost circles can include your broader community, like neighbors, social media connections, and even your healthcare providers. Starting with the innermost circle, jot down the names of individuals who have been there for you during mental health challenges. Reflect on the different ways they have supported you. Maybe your sister always knows how to make you laugh when you're feeling low, or perhaps your best friend has a knack for listening without judgment. Each person plays a unique role, recognize and appreciate these roles. As you fill your circles, you might notice patterns. Perhaps you lean on your friends for emotional support more than your family, or maybe you find solace in online communities. These patterns are insightful, as they show you where you might need more support. Next, ponder over any gaps in your support system. Are there certain types of support you need but aren't currently receiving? Maybe you need someone who understands the challenges of dealing with anxiety, or perhaps you're missing professional guidance. Once you've identified these gaps, think about ways you could fill them. It might mean deepening certain existing relationships, developing new ones, or seeking professional help. Remember, your support system isn't static, it can grow and change as you do. The support system exercise is a reminder that you're not alone in your mental health journey. It highlights the power of connection and community, reminding you of the people who are ready to extend a hand when you're struggling. Revisit this exercise periodically to update your support system as your life evolves. Understanding that you have this network of support can be a powerful force in your mental health journey. Seeking professional help, navigating the path towards mental wellness. The realm of mental health, although profoundly personal, is not a journey one must embark on alone. The value of professional help cannot be overstated. However, there's often confusion about when and why to seek professional guidance. Let's take an enlightening stroll down the pathway of professional help, elucidating the indicators that might suggest it's time to reach out and the profound benefits this can offer. Imagine your mental health as a garden, with your mind being the fertile soil and your thoughts, feelings, and emotions as various plants. Like any garden, it requires care and attention, nurturing, and sometimes a little intervention to flourish. When weeds of worry, self-doubt, or sadness begin to overtake your mental garden, it might be time to call in a professional gardener, a mental health professional. Signs that you may need professional help can vary widely. These might include persistent feelings of sadness, anxiety, or emptiness. Perhaps you're experiencing a loss of interest in activities you once enjoyed, or you've noticed significant changes in your appetite or sleep patterns. Other indicators can include difficulty concentrating, unexplained aches and pains, or thoughts of self-harm or suicide. Seeking professional help doesn't mean you're weak or broken. Quite the contrary, it's a proactive step towards healing and recovery. It's about inviting an expert, a gardener, to help you weed out harmful patterns and plant seeds of positive coping strategies. Professionals can provide a safe, non-judgmental space for you to express your feelings and navigate your thoughts. They are equipped with a toolbox of therapeutic strategies and can offer techniques like cognitive behavioral therapy, mindfulness-based therapies, or talk therapy. Their objective perspective can illuminate blind spots in your self-understanding and give you new insights into your thought and behavior patterns.
So, when should you seek professional help? The answer is unique for everyone, but a good rule of thumb is, the sooner, the better. If mental health struggles begin to interfere with your daily life or cause significant distress, it's time to reach out. The journey towards mental wellness is a personal voyage, but professional help can provide a map and a guiding light. It's about harnessing the power of expertise to navigate your mental garden towards its most vibrant state. Remember, seeking help isn't a sign of weakness, it's an act of strength and an essential part of self-love. Throughout this chapter, we've navigated the complex and intricate relationship between mental health and love. We've learned that mental health isn't just an individual concern, it's also a pivotal element in the foundation of healthy and fulfilling relationships. The exploration of our mental state, self-care practices, and the value of professional assistance serve as testament to the undeniable bond between mental well-being and the capacity to both give and receive love. Our journey has made clear that understanding one's mental health status is akin to obtaining a map of our internal landscape. This understanding allows us to be aware of our feelings, identify our triggers, and take proactive steps to nurture our mental well-being. By implementing mental health self-care practices, we cultivate resilience, strengthen emotional regulation, and build an arsenal of healthy coping mechanisms that can help us in times of stress or emotional upheaval. Furthermore, we've recognized how our mental health influences our relationships. Our interactions, communications, and connections with others are all touched by the state of our mental health. It can affect our capacity to communicate effectively, empathize with others, and build deep, meaningful bonds. Most importantly, we have acknowledged the significant role of professional help in the journey towards mental health wellness. There's no shame in seeking assistance, and it often proves crucial in navigating the more challenging terrains of our mental landscape. Professional help provides guidance, tools, and an empathetic space to unravel our thoughts and feelings and embark on the path of recovery. As we conclude this chapter, it's essential to remember that understanding our mental health isn't a one-time event, but an ongoing process. It's about continual self-reflection, learning, growth, and sometimes seeking help when needed. Embracing the mental health-love connection isn't merely about acknowledging the link, it's about using this understanding as a beacon to guide us towards healthier relationships and a fuller, more loving life.